Sorry, I don't know, Yiddish, Republic of Texas Radio, Hour 2, um, yeah, when was it, February the 18th, anyways, we were talking a little bit about the nonsense, uh, well, well, nonsense, violence perpetrated by Israel uh, everywhere, they kind of do a lot of evil, nasty things since their inception, and um, everybody likes them. Well, not everybody. There's a lot of people that have problems. Okay, welcome back. Um, Farron, hey, did you hear a couple weeks ago, uh, speaking of Israel and uh, one of those uh, people, Jared Kushner, uh, they're, they're kind of floating his name for if Trump gets back in as being <laughs> Secretary of State. Did you hear that one? Oh, no, I'm I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Yes, I'm laughing insanely, people. Yes. Uh, I would not be. I mean, Trump made so many mistakes, and the way they're giving him the railroad, I just, I don't know. It's anybody's guess what kind of wild and woolly times we'll have between now and November. Uh, I kind of think they'll release a a new uh, a, a new kind of flu, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but. I think it's going to be very, very interesting what we see with what they're willing to do. I mean, anybody with that's just neutral and took a look at this would have to say, oh, this guy that's about 80 years old, never been in any trouble with the law in his life, and now he's got, he was president and he's got 91 <laughs> felony charges. Totally. And so the whole world sees, sees this. And, um, <clears throat> It, uh, mm-hmm. yet, 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 yet Donald Trump was best friends with Bill and Hillary Clinton. I lived in Arkansas. I, they, they, it would be in the papers when he came to Arkansas. Him and Bill and Hillary would go to the horse races in Hot Springs, or they'd go golfing at you know one of the big country clubs in Arkansas. They were best freaking friends. And what happened when he got elected? You know, he, he got elected on Hillary for prison. And the, and the day after he won the election, he said, well, they're really good people. I'm not going to cause them any more problems. They've been through enough, so we're gonna, I'm going to leave them alone. But he, he was elected on Hillary for prison. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I went to one of those Trump rallies, and they chanted that. <clears throat> he was talking about making the wall taller and all kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, he was in that, he was in that, uh, in that ra- wrestling. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. when, when I see Biden just mumbling and stumbling around. I have to think that, like, Putin should get up every day and just look at Drudge Report and then just laugh his ass off, you know, at what this country does. Yeah, we, yeah. we or, 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 don't or have, follow have, any how about, rules. The, how about the game show he was on? You're fired. You remember that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean he, well, he, he, was, he was a true game show host. You know, and, and then he's president of the country. I mean, my God! Farron, you've said many times it's like we are beyond idiocracy, and thank you for that phrase, my friend, because idiocracy is mild compared to what we're living in now. Well, how about Zelensky? You know, he had a TV show too that he was president of the country, and yeah. uh, <laughs> and, 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 and he played the piano with his pecker. with his yeah. penis. Well, yeah, that's uh, true. Hey, uh, 
Tucker's dad was in the CIA. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't know if y'all knew yeah. that or not. Yeah. Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I, well, and he wanted to join the CIA, and once they, once family, always family, I guess, or once you join the company, you're always with the company, or maybe not, but we can definitely trust him, because he was in a supermarket last week, right? Is Lane Maxwell's dad was uh, in the Mossad? Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. all about the dance partners, right? And maybe about the dance, too. Remember back in the 90s, you know, uh, who was it, the 90s, early 2000s? We had a, a governor in California. His name was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, you know, um, oh, hold on. Before he was governor, I'll there was this back. guy that was running the power grid. Uh, his name was Ken Lay. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> flew with Ken Lay out to uh, Washington, D.C. to talk to Al Gore uh, about how they can do this carbon trading scam, right? And then all of a sudden we have Arnold Schwarzenegger takes control of California. And then, well, hey, okay, Donald Trump becomes president and he gives his game show to what Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Hey, it's hey, like hey, all, hey, all Steve, you guys Steve. are uh, playing the same Steve, game. Steve, Steve, do you remember this one? We, we, we were actually at Kyle Biederman's place of business here in town doing work mm. for our friend who was wanting to become county commissioner. And we sat and we sat down and we were sitting across the table from Ken Lay's personal secretary. You remember that one? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a weird place. This Fredericksburg. <laughs> Yeah, and she thought he was good, but but most people do, you know. Are, 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 they they go well. They, he was a really neat guy. You're like, oh crap, I don't know. But I lost everything. I I had I had all my money invested in absolute nothing, and when Ken Lay's organization went down, I lost everything. It's like, and she still didn't really understand what happened. That that was the amazing part, you know. She wasn't really mad. She was still confused. And even though it was in so, her face, and they lost everything. So back to what you were saying before the the top of the hour break, there, Farad. What what do we think about the the people that uh, believe the narrative that's going on? Well, in Israel, that the Israelis are being attacked, so they have to kill people. And I, I mean, it's really far down that rabbit trail right now. This this week, allegedly. Um, <laughs> They are attacking a, a, ho a hotel, <laughs> the last hospital. The, you know, there's a couple million uh, Palestinians that are dying of starvation. They've killed 10, 20, 100,000. Who knows how many people have died? And they ran into this hospital and picked out uh, 100 people and said, See, look, Hamas! Da, da, da. And you and I probably don't believe that they did anything right i mean they went into a hospital did they actually find they go hey are you hamas sure i'm hamas now they just picked out a person and said hey here's he's hamas hamas right here and most of the world goes yeah look they got a hundred of them you're like those are a hundred just people right you know the, the, the news is actually in my eyes worse they're like, oh they just found a tunnel that they was used for baking bread <laughs> and you're like oh my god do you believe them do you believe anything 
know, well, I don't you know, the, the, this no. is the largest hospital in Gaza, the one they're attacking now. It's uh, Al-Jassar. Yeah. It's the largest one. And, um, and, and number one, when this happened, the day this happened, uh, October 7th or whatever, I'm like, the largest or was arguably the best uh, intelligence agency supposedly in the world gets surprise attacked by land, sea, and right. air. Give me a break. Give me a break. And then right. they stood down. They stood down. They knew this was coming. They allowed it to happen because they wanted it to justify the genocide Everything. that they're committing now. And um, it's just, um, it, I mean, on, on if you're on Twitter, which I'm, you know, I don't know where I'm proposing, uh, promoting Twitter, but anyway, there is lots of videos. These, they're posting them themselves of, like, IDF saying they shot, um, you know, uh, wasn't able to kill any babies, but they shot a little girl. Uh, there's all kind of just horrible videos coming out that nobody in the world would know existed, I guess, except for on Twitter. But uh, it's just it's just straight up brutal genocide, um, and mm. the world standing back and allowing it through de- through deception. Shall we wage war? <clears throat> Depending on what side you're on, you're either a freedom fighter or a terrorist. Yeah, it's like the Biden thing that that just came out, right? They they said, oh yeah, he really screwed up with these documents, but he's old and senile, and we can't, we wouldn't be able to prosecute him. And what happens in the narrative in the news? It says, well, they found there was no reason to prosecute him; that he did nothing yeah. wrong. And it's yeah. like, well, that's not really the truth, is it? Oh, oh well. You know, I, I I don't know. We're no we're not going anywhere anywhere good, right? You know, um, Alan's been feeling a little bit um, well annoyed. <laughs> I, I think would be a good word for uh, it. Disgusted, disgusted, disgusted. Is the term I use, Steve. Yes. Well, I'd say more well, than well, the, the normal <laughs> amount of disgust. Well, I mean, when I was doing my little uh, list of things we've choked down, look at like just January sixth. Uh, Stuart Rhodes didn't even go in, and I'm not a big Stuart Rhodes fan, but uh, he didn't even go in the Capitol. And they got him with, you know, accessory or something, uh, conspiracy or uh, like ringleader outside, and uh, he got he got 20 years. I mean, this is totally insane, man. Uh, if they can do the American people like we're seeing done right in our face in January 6th, I mean... You don't need to know much well, more than that. Well, hey, guys, you know, you know, John Stamler was there, you know, and I and I don't say this flippantly, but you know, it's probably lucky that he's dead because he'd probably be being prosecuted, you know, because he was he was you know January sixth or you know he was there, and uh, but yeah, you know John's not with us anymore. Otherwise, he'd probably be being persecuted and thrown in prison for some stupid crap. And they're still arresting. There. They're still arresting people. Uh, they arrested somebody last week, and and in Florida. They've arrested this kid, this like nineteen-year-old kid, uh, that they had the flag pride painted on the road, and when he got up to to he spun his tires across. I saw it. that, mm-hmm. and uh, they've charged him with a felony for spinning his tires on a that's on the road. If you put a flag on the road, the road, the road is the road. You know, it's vandalized. Uh, Vandalism. Go ahead. I mean, if that doesn't tell you uh, where we're at, the, and then George Soros is like buying two hundred. Radio stations, I wanted to tell you that. Oh, yeah. It's, let's talk Uma Abedin. <laughs> or, 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 Baron, Baron we, we live in a world that, you, one of your phrases that? that I loved, we are beyond idiocracy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, 
how can how can George Soros, if we lived in any kind of a real world, this is more proof that we're in a clown world, George Soros would be a domestic terrorist. If someone is going around spending their money to try to create a conspiracy of district attorneys to all uh, lessen the laws in the exact same manner, that's some kind of conspiracy. And, uh, and it's to the detriment of society to boot, but yet it's somehow legal for George Soros to not only... Domestically, but he can do it internationally. He can he can take down governments of other countries, have coups. Not <laughs> easy. Okay, man. Okay, thank it depends on which side you're on, whether it's a conspiracy or or it's kind of like you know you're either a freedom fighter or a terrorist. It depends on which side you're on. You know, well, at least he supports. Yeah, you're, you're either some right? you're a conspirator or you're an FBI agent. <laughs> well, can't you be both? Yeah, I mean, you know, we argue that both exists. You know, an FBI agent that's also conspiring. You know, and it seems like that's been the natural state of things. You know, I hate to say it for for Ray quite AM. some time. <laughs> Ray AM. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And they tell us, but he was mostly harmless. And you're like, what? Did you, anybody watch yeah, any yeah. of those videos? And it's yeah, been he, years since I've seen up, that. Just straight up yelling, we got to go inside. we got to go inside. i got video of him just straight up, you know, trying to incite a riot. And uh, I think they get finally, because people kept pointing this out, they slapped a little misdemeanor <clears throat> on that provocateur. But uh, in the pipe bomb they found, I don't know if you've seen the video of the pipe bomb they found. There's Not a carload. Of, oh, let me let me tell you. This is short. There's a carload of cops in like an SUV, and this cop comes moseying by and looks in this like bag on a park bench right beside the cops in the SUV, and he he was messing with it, and uh, apparently he discovers it's a pipe bomb, but it's of no shock to him. He just moseys on over to the window of the SUV and talks to them, points a little bit. Meantime, a whole line of children about six or seven not a whole big line but maybe four or five kids come walking right by the pipe bomb and they're not like no no get back you know the kids walking by was fine they, they just it was all in just slow motion i mean it was just ridiculous uh to think that that was the way that transpired so well, well fair and this this is like oklahoma city you know that that was local news where i was living at the time you know and uh, you know right on the border of oklahoma and arkansas so i watched that whole thing and I remember they, they said, uh, they're having to suspend, you know, rescue operations. They found more bombs in the building. And I was sitting there going, in the building? I thought it was a, I thought it was a fertilizer bomb sitting out in front of the building. How are there more bombs in the building? And, and they shut down rescue operations, you know, because they found more bombs in the building that apparently didn't go off, you know. And uh, it just, it, it, but, but, but that just flies by most people. It's like they don't hear it. They don't realize it because it's not part of their world. It's just, it's so sad what humanity's really turned into, how manipulative they are, you know, and it, it's just, man. Well, the and you, and you try to wake people up, and you're the crazy one, even though everything you talk about eventually becomes the truth. It's like, oh, well, you were just lucky. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, some of this is not too, it's not too hard to predict. Like, they're not going to impeach Biden. Uh, if by now they, they'll say, oh, well, we're so close to the election. I mean, they're just... They won't do any. They won't even stop censorship 
on like Facebook of their very own constituents. It's it's mind boggling. And yet, here's what here's what it all comes down to: the Republicans think that when they get in control, they're going to swing things back, but they won't. Even if they get full control, they're not going to get rid of uh, Drag's Queen Story Hour and all this transification and all that. They might slow it down a little bit, but they're not going to stop it. And then when the Democrats get back in power, we just swing again, you know, more more to the left and more, you know, immoral, uh, open borders country. You know, if you watch 1984, he was doing the thing, two plus two equals five. And, um, and finally, after the torture, the guy said, five, it's five. And he says, it's not enough for you just to say it's five. You got to believe it's five. And so, you know, they tortured him some more and then he believed it. That's where <laughs> this is. That's what this is with this. Two men can have a baby, uh, 38 genders of people. I mean, they're trying to make us believe something and say it's true that's completely ridiculous. And that's just like straight out of 1984. And, and, and hey, Farron, it's like me talking about it got you to order Barry Goldwater's book uh, with no apologies. Um, How many times have you sat back and and read that back part of that book where he talks about the Council on Foreign Relations and the Trilateral Commission and and how when a new president's installed, he said, you know, there's a turnover in staff, he said, but the policy never changes. You know, there there is, if you want to call it a deep state or whatever in the hell name you want to give to it, the controllers, the powers that be. Um, How how many times have you read that that back part of Barry Goldwater's book since uh, since you ordered that? Because I, I believe you told me one time that, that I talked about it enough, and you finally went online and found a copy of it. And have you have you read that? I mean, you know, sure, Bar- you know, everyone says, well, Barry Goldwater, you know, he was a Jew. And it's like, do you not think truth can come from other places? It's, I mean, h- how many times do we quote, you know, Amshel Meyer Rothschild saying, you know, or Letty Rothschild saying, you know, it's like, if my, if my sons don't want a war, there's not a war. But if they want a war, there's a war, and they fund both sides of it. I mean, even truth can, can come from the, you know, from the back end of a jackass. Oh, absolutely. Hey, you want to read some truth? Read that Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. wrote that. They wrote that. Yeah. And there's some truth in that. So you read that and stand and take a good look at society. You know, you know, it's amazing that, uh, what was it, uh, last year, 23? In 23, you'd see the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion be uh, show up in news feeds and you know people would mention it and then people would debunk it and i'm kind of like going well it's damn interesting that it's even being talked about it or uh, right you know it's a uh, uh, fascinating that you but <laughs> but they've already compartmentalized us right you know uh if you're a republican you like israel if you're a democrat you like palestine right but you don't hate israel you just like palestine Right. You know, you, you think Israel should just don't do that. Well, I don't know that whole squad group. You know, I don't, I don't know what they know, but they're all, you know, uh, I don't know. They're insurgents. You know, is there is, is Wisconsin, Minnesota are all those things. Are they have they already been taken over? Right. Is that a, a Muslim nation? Hmm. Well, you know I, what gets I, I me about tell. What gets me about the Israel thing is the Christian Zionism, that they have this big population of Christians in America that donate money and is all wrapped up in um, Jesus is coming back and uh, the Antichrist is coming. It's, it's interesting, too, the Christians are waiting on Jesus Christ, and the 
Jews is waiting on their Messiah to come, who, who the Christians are supposed to think is the Antichrist. So it couldn't really be much more uh, opposite than that of these two religions just getting started at who's, what they're waiting to come back, what each of them believe. But it, it, it condones anything, and, and you can see it right now. I mean, there's so much unaccountability where Israel's concerned. And then how many times have we ever been in any kind of battle where you saw Israel fighting alongside of us, you know, but but yet we're right. we're doing their bidding in all these wars in the Middle East that in retrospect now we all know. I mean I was saying it in two thousand three, this is not right, this war. But um now, you know, no weapons of mass destruction, uh still occupying bases in Iraq and Syria and of course Syria has asked us to leave. How do you how does a country get to go have a military base in a foreign country <laughs> that's telling them to leave? You're not welcome here, but you just stay, and yet that that's that's okay too. You know, that's not even talked about. Yeah, right. And, and you know, you know, fair enough. I've, I've been listening yeah. to you back. Uh, I found you on Sam Bushman's network way back when. Been listening to you for a long time. You, you've been a voice of reason in my life for a long time, my friend. Just uh, your clarity of thought and uh, just uh, your, the way you present yourself. Now I, I just I just want to say this, you know. Thank you for being out there. You were part of, of my waking up and 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 really learning and and beginning to think and put put crap together. You know, you were a big part of that, my friend. I I just I just want to say thank you once again for, uh, you know, I want to thank you and I want to slap you and kick you in the nuts at the same time. You know, because it, it, because it's kind of uncomfortable, but at least I'm not confused anymore. You know, you helped me, my friend. Thank you. Well, I appreciate that. How about how how blown was your mind the first time you watched that uh, uh, Tesla video I sent you? Oh wow, very interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that's pretty freaking amazing. Um, uh, what was his name? Uh, the Colonel. Um, uh, what was his name? You know that that presented that. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting, my friend. I'm not familiar with the the video you're talking. It's not Colonel Schmidley Butler. It was um, no, no. Um, I gave away a DVD to anybody that wanted it one time on Nikola Tesla. Yeah, I mean your show kind of like changed quite a bit during the you know you you started on on Republic Broadcasting in 2012 and ended what 23 23 yep. or something like yep. that yep. you know yep. but before that you were when Liberty News Radio the Sam Bushman thing back in 2008 2009 with you and Brian but it was a uh, man back 2008 2009 the talking points of the day were kind of Agenda 21 Oklahoma City bombing what had happened happened the ruby ridge and all that stuff where we were going and what oh 911 of course you know and now god is so much time has passed and you know we, we we talked a little bit about oklahoma city bombing right uh this show but you know that was a it's not like a foregone conclusion there's so much evidence pointing to the government's involvement you know in the Oklahoma and everybody says that Timothy McVeigh did it and you go well uh huh uh, you, you know hey, he might guys, have been there. City was right across the border from where i lived in arkansas it was right across the arkansas river over there just in oklahoma Elohim City was over there, and I actually drove past that place, and that was a weird. It, it made me uncomfortable, and I wasn't even aware then what the hell it was. But, but it was one of these <laughs> gated well, compounds, well, which was very weird that you that you'd find up there, you know, in in the hinterlands of the Ozarks, you know, every now and then. Never been there. Well, 
Yeah. Well, what about no, I... after, after while we were trying to digest uh, Ruby Ridge and Oklahoma City, and they executed Timothy McVeigh on June eleventh, uh, two thousand and one. Uh, then they gave us Waco, and man, what an eyeful that was! Where at the end of it, you had to conclude that the the government had gassed babies, had gassed babies, and burnt down the building, and totally lied about everything. Shot from helicopters at them. Uh, it looks like they initially shot first, uh, but gassing babies and and David Crash walking to the walking to town. They could have picked him up any time. So sure. then they, they put us there, and that was the one that pushed me over the edge. That's the one that woke me up was Waco. I never was the same um, after after whatever day it started in February. Um, it ended on April nineteenth, but that one that one was the wake up call for me. And then I started going to Suntos. But a lot well, of times, well, you know, you know, Farron, you know, you know, Farron, uh, you know, probably you like me, you know. Um, uh, Mark Cornkey actually told me one time. He said, "Alan, he said, have you ever considered you weren't really asleep all those years? You just didn't have the right information to put it together into the right context." You're probably like me, Farron, but you know, we, we all had you know an aha moment where where everything started clicking in, into place. You know, uh, but but we weren't really ever just brainless. You know, Th- those of us who who've kind of figured out what's going on, we never really didn't know what was going on. We knew it wasn't right, and you, and you got this weird feeling, but. You know, of course, the media is sitting there telling you, it's like, well, yeah, there were just domestic terrorists or, you know, domestic violent extremists and blah, blah, blah. And then at one point, everything clicked into place and you're sitting there and, and you're like, oh, my God, I understand what the hell's going on now. You know, it, it, it's a very uncomfortable feeling, isn't it? It is. It is. And then you fast forward through everything else that we've seen. Like Edward Snowden, the Julian Assange. I mean, we could go on and on. And where do you guys think, like, the public's at? I know the more people is waking up. I know the information's out there if you want. But at the same time, when I couple that with what I saw the people do during COVID, I just, um, I, I just think we're kind of on the, on the slow death march here in America um, because those in power won't have it any other way. What do you guys think? Alan, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'll, I'll agree, Farron. You know, I, I've I've actually talked, you know, with some young people, you know, in their twenties and everything, who are very aware. You know, didn't take the vaccines, you know, and, and they've got a few friends they can talk to. But you know, but they they've told me it's like you know, I can't really talk to most of the people. You know, going to college or whatever. You know, you know, you you've got to you've got to you know take this app. You know, to take a class. You know, you've got to have an app. You know, everything's online. All this you know. Uh, manipulative, you know, manipulatable stuff, you know, and, and, and they've sat there and they've told me, it's like, we love coming over here and talking to you, even though, you know, you know, everyone else thinks you're crazy. It's like, we understand, but, you know, we can't talk to a majority of our friends because we'll be ostracized, you know. We, we will be, we will just be blackballed from everything, you know, if we actually talk about what we know and understand. And, and, and these are, these are good young people, but they've got to exist in the world that's, that's being created around them. And you know, I, and I, I can't really blame them for not speaking out, but you know, it's but it's but they, you know, there are actually people that love coming over and talking to me, even though what I talk about is you know shoving black pills down their throat, and um, <laughs> but, but they understand, but they but they've still got to exist. Sometimes they love them black pills, you know. That's mm-hmm. funny. I think too, people are twofold right now. Aaron, you know, the young ones are, are chasing the American dream that they've been given. 
They're they're running after that hot chick, hot guy, of uh, good paying job, whatever the hell their dream that they bought is. And then the other half, the older half, you know, the Gen Xers and so forth. They're chasing. Well, they're trying to stay alive, right? They're they're chasing the uh, two plus two equals five. Don't you believe me? Because they're trying to get a job. And the world doesn't give them a job unless they can say two plus two equals five. And you have to say it like you said. You know, you have to say two plus two equals five. And make me believe that two plus two is five. Right? You know, a boy can be a girl. Right? You know, the the mantras that they got. So we've got a twofold society, you know, completely, you know, in my my view. And but I am jaded, <laughs> for sure. Uh, hey, well, we're, any, we're, it, it, if Usher is entertainment, uh, we're in really bad. Anybody, if the large segment of the country thinks Usher is a good entertainer, <laughs> we're in bad shape. <laughs> I don't know who Usher is. I, I spend a lot of time not knowing, and that's um, well. But I, I do, I do believe you. Hey, I wanted to ask you, you know, um, and we're we're about to hit break, so maybe I'll just uh, hold that for, you know, the next half hour as we close the show. But you've gone a remarkable path as a, a broadcaster, as a person that kind of woke up from from the story of you actually getting involved in your, well, not allowing other people to dictate the world around you. You went from copying DVDs and cassette tapes to putting on little events and all the other stuff to, well, hell, buying a radio and talking on the radio and telling people the truth and running for government office. Holy crap. You know, um, I just want to get your take on the whole path, you know, that you've gone down. Is that the music? I wish I'd done a better job. Um, keeping up with the videos and uh, stuff like that and the, the YouTube, and um, I was letting someone else handle that, and <clears throat> it hadn't turned out as well as I had hoped. But anyway, you know, it's been interesting. I, I don't regret a minute of it. it uh, I've been a lot of places I didn't think I'd go and said a lot of things I didn't think I'd say and felt a lot of ways I didn't think I'd feel. But in the end, you know, I still occasionally, it happened not too long ago, run into someone out and about that I don't know, and they're like, hey, you're that guy that, uh, and and something has clicked, but a lot of them, COVID or the rigged election was their eye-opener. Yeah, hang on. We'll, we'll, we'll get that question answered here when we come back. Uh, Farron Shope is on the radio with us for the next 30 minutes, and then he's gone again for a time. <laughs> Republic of Texas Radio. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Health Simple with Colorado Shilaji, Fact Bit Number Three. Shilaji is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shilaji is the singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yogavaha 
refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of shioji, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rates. One of the best applications for shioji is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture and foodstuff. Simply put, shioji makes other substances more effective. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Welcome back, Republic of Texas Radio. Hey, um, we got Fair and Shope on for the next uh, 30 minutes, and before the break, we were kind of like uh, asking, or I was kind of like asking Farron about his, well, you know, his, uh, God, activism? Is that the right word? I don't think that that's the right word, but, you know, it's the point where we get frustrated with the world that we found and start, well... Telling it no. Anyways, Farron, you were saying that you, you you kind of wish you would have kept up on the videos and you still bump into people. How did that go? Yeah, I still run into someone occasionally that, you know, was listening on terrestrial radio here in the area back in uh, 08 to, to 2013, I guess, something like that. Um, but, I, you know, I felt like I... I mistakenly thought I was. I had convinced myself that if I could get on the radio and like use nine eleven to explain to people 
that things are different than what they think, uh, that they would be able to see through it if I pointed out stuff. And then they'd wake up, and uh, uh, now, I didn't think it was going to be any any problem. I was convinced that people just want to know. I guess, you know, Alex Jones nailed it with InfoWar, but uh, uh, it was the opposite. As soon as I started on the radio, everybody called and just was like, no, and, uh, you know, totally did I was against the wars as far as I was trying to expose 9-11. They didn't believe it uh, all the way down to, you know, getting into flu vaccines and all that kind of stuff. But uh, slowly, you know, some of them did. And uh, and now there's just so much information that's available. And people like the Hodge twins, these people that are getting famous making podcasts, they're pointing out a, a lot of this. I mean, Candace Owens did one questioning the moon landings. Uh, so... Conspiracy theories, because so much has happened, is a little more welcome in society, perhaps, and mm-hmm. than used to be. And when I was doing it in the beginning, that's, I couldn't tell you how many times I heard conspiracy theorists. That's what drove me to come up with that. Uh, you know, I'm a conspiracy factualist, and everyone else is a reality theorist because I heard that so much. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and hey, Farron, you know, you know that's that's the hard part breaking people's paradigms, you know. You know, they don't have to be the smartest people. They just have to be willing to accept a new idea, you know, besides the world that, that's created and molded that, you know, around us, that, you know, that we're forced to live in. You know, the school system, you know, teaches you, you know, who, who you're going to be, what you're going to be, you know, what your intelligence is, you know. And if you break that mold, if you, if you, if you jump past those paradigms, it becomes very uncomfortable, and very few people really, you know, can do that. You know, but but you know, you know. Thank you for being out there. You know, you you changed my point of view. You you made me very <laughs> inquisitive. You made me look into things and more deeply than I ever did. You know, I've been listening to you for a long time. You, I, I remember your Farron and Brian show. Uh, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> Brian, Brian kind of sounded like you know, like like. Like a uh, Chong, you know Tommy Chong, Chong you know he's, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and, and, and y'all were freaking great, you know, and and, uh, and 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 like I said, I want, I want to, you know, I, I want to drive to North Carolina and 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 hug you and kick you in the nuts at the same time. It's like thank you, thank you for waking me up, but God damn it, you know, why'd you wake me up? It's like you know, it, you know, it breaks you out of, out of this comfort zone, even if you're very uncomfortable, you know, it, it you know, it, it breaks you out of that comfort zone, and once you become aware. You start questing for knowledge. If you want to call me a Gnostic, yeah, I'll take that that title. You know, that means questing for knowledge, and that's what I've been doing ever since I encountered you. And I, I just want to, I want to, I want to th- thank you and strangle you at the same time. You know, because it's it's it's, it's, well, because you know, it's I, been I, a good awakening, but it's uncomfortable, man, because the world around us are more. Let me ask you guys this. Let me let me ask you this. In my opinion, looking back across to having done this for. So long, I've actually started doing radio in 96, buying airtime locally to give my opinion. But to me, to really grab you by the by the stuff of the neck and show you need the truth, it didn't seem like it was happening so often like it is now. You know, it was a while between Oklahoma City and, and uh, Waco, and then I don't know what much. I'm sure stuff happened before 2001, but, but now it's just constant. Uh, Oh, today it's Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, look, he smoked and crack with some uh, prostitutes, just like they said. Or, you know, it's, it's, uh, the oh. shootings in this country can't get large enough to shock anybody anymore after uh, Las Vegas. It's just, it's just constant. 
Um, and then they'll have Biden sniffing some little girl. Uh, you know, they're having sex, homosexual sex in the uh, Senate building and filming it. I mean, finding cocaine in the White House. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just yeah. a clown world. Like I said, I, I've, been, I've been involved with some people, some very, you know, high-level people. You know, that this one young man, you know, went and interned for a senator from Texas in, in, in D.C. one summer, you know, before he graduated law school and everything. You know, he went and interned. And, and we're sitting around a campfire out, out here, you know, because he, he's a friend of my, of my young cousin. And, and, and we're sitting around there, and, and we start talking about, you know, homosexuals and all this stuff, you know, and, and pedophilia. And, and, and he leans across to me, and he kind of whispers in my ear. He said, Alan, he said, you wouldn't believe how many homosexuals there are in D.C. And I looked back at him, and I said, unfortunately, young man, most of those homosexuals are also pedophiles. And, and he looked at me, and, he, and you know, and, and, and this is a young man who asked me about 9-11. He's like, well, what do you want to know? And, and, and I, ta- I talked to him a little bit, and I said, Look into it for yourself. Next time he saw me, he comes back and he goes, Alan, what about Building 7? And I, I looked at him and I said, yeah, what about Building 7? I said, it, it just collapsed because it was scared, you know? Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, you know it, but, but, but this is a young man, very privileged, you know, from a very influential family. And, uh, and, but, but, you know, but, but he can't talk to anyone but me. Because if he talks about this to anyone else, it's like he's not going to be able to get to the position that he was created for, you know, if you want to call it that. It, it, it's such a sad and such a twisted world. You know, people have well, to exist. Well, but, yeah. well, you know, they, they had the uh, 1983, the, uh, it was the boy paid sex scandal in Congress. Yeah. I mean, all this yeah. homosexual stuff's been going on. And since I left RBN, back when that Pizzagate was going on, and I was saying yeah. it was true, and a lot of people on RBN were saying that it wasn't true. Well, now it's pretty much all been proved that was true. I thought it was yeah. true the whole time. What else would it be but a bunch of, you know, the sicker the better, obviously. You've seen the pictures of these Rothschild parties and these uh, California Hollywood parties, that, that uh, spirit uh, cooking, you know, where they do all that magical rituals and that naked and eating food off somebody's body and stuff. I mean, all this stuff's real, and... and we're seeing the results of it in our society. I mean, I can't believe how far they've moved the goalpost into just a complete immoral, decadent, uh, hedonistic. Um, if if you don't accept the perversion, you're the weird one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God! Now I feel really awful. No, I feel pretty much the same. Hey, uh, so. So what is there to do, right? I, I, I listen to a lot of alternate media, and a lot of people will sit there and tell you that we need to get involved and we need to do this and we need to do that. You've done a lot. Is there anything that we can do? Do you know? Do I put you on the well, spot by asking you what can be done? No, no, I'll be happy to answer that. I, you know, I don't know how it is in, with people that live in big cities like you know, Charlotte or Austin or oh, Dallas. Crap. I don't know. But I'm I'm trying to get involved in my my local politics again. Just going to the uh, the meetings, keeping an eye on what's going on locally, who's running. It's a small town here now. This is the epitome of small town uh, because th- this is a great area uh, and a lot of like minded a lot of like minded people. Uh, but that and 
that, I think that's one one thing you absolutely can do. The other thing is, you know, I'm, I preach pre- prepping. Uh, I don't. I mean, we're just a false flag away from them saying Russia dropped a bomb in Poland. Uh, you know, they've already caught Ukraine having done that and claiming it was Russia. Um, there's nothing, absolutely nothing, that these um, madmen psychopaths won't do to stay in power. So if people was thinking, you know, Trump's going to win, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I ain't seen an election that wasn't rigged in so long till I don't, you know, I have no faith in the election, <laughs> nor do I have faith in Trump. Uh, because if he does get elected... I, I, I remember when you, when you went off air and because you were running for a position to try to do something within your own community and everything, and I remember what you encountered, and you came back on air, and, man, you were pissed off and you were fired up. It's like you, you saw the manipulation the and everything. There. You know, it's like, you know, you know the, the, the money going to, to you, the people that you were, you know, running against and, and this and that. And I remember when you came back on air... Man, many, you were freaking pissed off. You, you saw well, at a at a, at a many, very close level the manipulation and the powers that were brought against you because you were a good person, and the piece of crap that was about, running against you won. Right, uh, Farron, How many votes did you get? That'll get you riled up because I, I I know <laughs> that was a four, funny one. Four hundred and two, and the the funniest thing is there's a there's a district here in uh, Davie County that's got a church in it that's got about 400 people that goes to it. And the pastor asked me if I would come uh, one Sunday, and I could after church I could pass out my little rat card. So I, I got some people together and gave, gave out, like, I think 290 or something like that rat cards. Well, it just so happened in this district I had some family that lived in this district, too. Um, and in that district I got three votes. In that district... <laughs> I got three votes, and and after that, you know, I I asked my family, I'm like, did you vote for me for real? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know one of them did because uh, he had an absentee ballot. and uh, But anyway, after that, yeah. several times, just I'd run into somebody, and they'd say, hey, you know, I just want to let you go vote for it. I'm like, what district are you in? And, and I run into several that said that, said that district, so... I don't know. I, it looked like I was just shot down in flames. But you know, if you're going to lose, you might as well lose big. But uh, I, I, uh, I really put in a lot of effort, and I, I honestly did think I'd get maybe two or three, four thousand votes. But four hundred. The only people I beat was the ones that just signed up and didn't do nothing, didn't go to no event, didn't have a sign. Kind of like a race. There where was a. There was a lot of quiet pauses during the debates and so forth. I saw a couple of the videos from when you were speaking, you know, uh, you shared with me. And um, the, the subject matter, everybody wanted to talk fluffy, but <laughs> you got a little bit deep. And I, I'm, I'm sure that, um, wow, people remember you from that time, you know, for sure. I mean, the stuff that you were saying, um, I guess, would probably be resonating in their heads today no don't you think yeah i think i mean everybody does remember that and i'm that was i thought that was my one maybe my one skill set that i had going into this was i could public speak uh fairly well i didn't have the money Mm -hmm. or any of the rest or the backing like all these professional candidates a lot of these were either lawyers or someone that had was in office and held office for a long time senators Representatives, 
county commissioners. But uh, it was it was a front row seat. I, I'm absolutely glad I've done it. I don't know that I'd do it again, but I recommend it for everyone. If you get a chance to do that and you can, um, it's a learning experience for sure. So, yeah, I'm glad yeah, I got yeah, to you know, if, if you're going to run for office, just remember to say oy vey or something like that every now and then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if I ever do it again, I would not take any donations, and I'd just tell people if you want to uh, sign, you have to make one or go buy one or whatever. Um, and that way just cut out all that paperwork that they put you through. But, um, but yeah. Oh, I, that, <laughs> you never told me about the paperwork, but I could just uh, kind of imagine that. That's, uh, I, I, oh. I, I just, Farron, Farron, I, I remember, you know, you, you were talking about, you know, you, talking about, you know, Tom Beard. That, that was the guy, you know, on the video, you know, that, that, that you sent me, you know, about the Tesla technology and everything. And, um, you know, and, and you went from talking about that. And after you came back from trying to, you know, be a representative and everything, you know, man, you were pissed off. I mean, you were, you changed your whole point of view. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it can't help, it can't help but change you once you, once you slap yourself on the forehead and say, wow, I could have had a V8, you know, it's like, this is really going on, you know, it's discontrolled, you know, it's like, you know, all the powers that were brought against you to not get you elected, you know, I mean, you realize that, you know, finally, and you, and, and you came to the, you know, not that you didn't know it before, but it's like, it slapped you in the forehead, and it's like, I could have had a V8, it's like, I can't believe what was brought against me, you know, to not get me elected. I, I remember you, you were pretty pissed off, my friend. You were real pissed off. Well, it's an auction. It's a, just, just a straight-up auction. It's all about the money, and uh, they can easily manipulate this just like they, they do. I mean, North Carolina's got two senators. They're both Republican. Ted Budd and Tom Tillis, they vote opposite on everything. I agree with Ted Budd and Tom Tillis. He votes you know, for more money for Ukraine, and he didn't believe Wallace worked and all this kind of stuff. And... Uh, they just successfully keep these rotating these politicians in that do their bidding. They're they're on the take, uh, and they've you know they've got them they've got them different ways, but they keep voting policies that are just nation nation wrecking. These people could not find five billion dollars to build a wall when they had total control from 2016 28. Couldn't find five billion dollars. I remember. Oh, can we get it out of defense budget? Oh, where, where are we going to get five billion dollars? And then um. Just piss two hundred billion away in the Ukraine to just build mm-hmm. a slaughterhouse of a war that you're going to lose. You're just getting more people killed. That's all, and that's the that's the goal. They just want well, to slaughter her, her name, Victoria Newland. Yeah, I remember hearing uh, on on RT you know, they, they showed it's like she came out and she said, "Well, if we don't get what we wanted, we spent five billion dollars for nothing." Yeah, I mean, you know, that, yeah, that, they, that, that was Victoria Newland. You know. Yeah, 2012 under Obama, and that's yeah. it led up to the coup in 2014 that the United yeah. States government under Jessica, or, uh, Victoria Newland uh, caused, you know. And then the whole time, they start bombing the Donbass, and Putin had said several times in speeches, I've seen them, you're going to have to stop that. United Nations said they'd killed 12,000 civilians in Donbass. That's UN numbers. And then if if Putin intervenes in that, it's it's it's, uh, it's unmatched aggression. It's aggression for no reason. But here, the United States of America, he's got much better reason for invading Ukraine than we ever had for going in Iraq or being in yeah. Libya or being in oh, Syria. Yeah. And uh, and and yet he's just we're supposed to just crucify Putin, and he had just cause. He had just cause, and Zelensky had outlawed them speaking English or uh, Russian 
in a place that I saw they never spoke was Russian. It was a provocation. They intentionally done this because um, I think these psychopaths, if they can't hold on to power, they can't implement their great reset. I think they're insane enough to launch World War Three. And 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 Farron, you understand so well, like I do. You know, it's all a global chess game. You know, if you want to go back to Brzezinski, you know, the global chess game, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, Henry Kissinger, all these guys, you know, it's all, you know, you, you've got to have enemies because if you don't have an enemy, then the population would, 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 would get to be a like mind and it would be too cohesive. You know, if, if you didn't have something to scare the crap out of you, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to be invaded, so we've got to go over there and invade them first. You know, you know, it, it's, it's all a game. It's a global chess match. As as Big New Brzezinski, you know, say, so, you know, you know, and and if you've ever read his material, it's like you understand, you know, to a maybe a, maybe at a at a very low level, you know, the manipulation and the global control that they have, especially with the internet and and the interconnectivity. It's it's like when this whole COVID crap came out. Within within several hours, I was watching. You know, I've I've got satellite television. I was watching across the planet within several hours the same scary, green, you know, gooey global ball of COVID death was on every television station. It didn't matter if it was Nigeria or Ukraine or or Kazakhstan or you know um, Saudi Arabia, Dubai. You know, it, with, with, within several hours, it was all across this planet. It, it was it was a test of their global control mechanism, and they yeah. pretty damn well pegged it. And that's scary to yeah, think about. Yeah, I don't folks. know, Alan. Well, well, I'm pretty folks. sure that you just don't understand. Scale. You just don't understand science. That's how science works nowadays. Right. They yeah. get pictures everywhere over an instant. You're, 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 you're being... And I've got a scientific anyways. background. Hey, which, we're... We're... we're <laughs> We're running low on time. Um, it looks like uh, some people don't listen to me, and uh, Lauren from Ohio is squeaking in, and I know we weren't going to take any calls, so I'll, I won't hog Farron. So let's let's bring Lauren in real quick. I know we weren't we're going to take any calls, but let's see what she has to say. Say hello, Lauren. Good morning. <laughs> I, I came in late, so I didn't know you weren't taking calls, but I can tell you how to solve this in under one minute. Your energy is their money. Stop obeying illegitimate authority. Stop giving them access to your children. <laughs> Stop giving them your money, right. your attention, and your time. This is what you have power and control over. This is what the media is lying so that the people make decisions that are against their best interests. So... In the end, it's not the whites, the Jews, the blacks. It's not anybody but ourselves. And so we do have the power to fix this. I, I hope people can be more positive and be encouraged. Farron, we miss you, man. We, <laughs> we miss you on the air. It's a great show. Um, well, but anyway, that. I'll get off. I was just trying to be of encouragement because it's just like Mayorkas. We slapped our gums enough, oh. pointed our fingers enough. The Bible says expose and overturn. No. They don't, may don't not want to, to do the right thing, but they're cowards. And I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll they're cowards, the, so they'll do it. I'll, I'll it's the pressure of the people. people. Say this. It's, it's like I'm, I'm a man, but I love Farron. Yes, Lauren, I, I do. I love Farron. I love what he's, what he's tried <laughs> to do, what he has done. He's woken people up, and he, he, he helped wake me up, you know. And uh, I, I, I love that man, you know, and I'm a guy, but I'm not a faggot. 
Well, there you go. And we love him because he was exposing the truth in a funny way. He has a great you know, presentation. But the question again is, what do we do about it? And the only thing we can do is do that which is right and constructive in our own lives. And when you take that away, money is the stored fruit of a man's labor. It's real. This money they're printing, that's not real. So when we take and redirect our energy in a way that they don't tap it, we have power. We keep what is ours. And disobedience, you're only obliged to obey the one that has authority over you. Screw the rest of the world. Your local environment is the only thing you have any kind of control on. And, Amen, and, that's and what your you family is as folks. local as it gets. So I appreciate you guys. I'm going to get off and listen. All right. Thanks for calling, Lauren. Well, I mean, you, I think, I mean just look at something like um, climate change. Do you miss me just, on the radio? I'm sorry? Do no, I miss go me? ahead, Farron. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, you do. You, I do. Me, I do miss it at times. Uh, well, I mean, just look at climate change and the gigantic strides they're outlaw, outlawing gas stoves just push to put everybody in electric cars i mean you and but the sad thing is they can their manipulations keep keep continuing just when you think it can't get any more insane then it's you know it's children having sex changes and the parents being taken away <laughs> uh the children being taken away by the government i mean i just i was just looking at a story here california having to shut down its libraries remember when i played that fabio fabio Clip where he was yep. talking about how filthy it was. The libraries, they're yep. just having to shut them because society is. So, you know, I wish I want to be an optimist, but um, I have to be a, um, a realist, so that forces me to be a pessimist. Well, that, 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 that's the terminology <laughs> they give us, Farron. And, and, and we're, we're close to the end of the show. Farron, thank you. I love you. And I'm not even a faggot, but I do love you, man. Thank you. Hey, hey thanks, guys. I really do appreciate the opportunity and always enjoy your show. You guys have a great day. Man. Okay. Take well, care, folks. Look at that. It's over, folks. It's like well, thank you. Started. Thank you again. Republic of Texas Radio. Hang on. Red Pill Politics coming up next. Dave Kopak. <laughs> Bye. Made sure that our brothers and sisters were clothed and fed. Praise the Mother Earth and the Father Sky. Paid attention to each little blessing in this life. Had a more intimate connection with the spirit world. Learned as a community and equally taught every boy and girl. Tejibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. 
or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. 